Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey friend, if you're like me and so many of my clients, you aren't necessarily a linear in the box thinker. You don't like to follow step-by-step plans or to be told what to do, honestly. (laughs) Instead, you like to be inspired and you like to follow that inspiration and see where it leads you. You love to create room for magic, spontaneity, and dare I say, enchantment. You want to know that you can make amazing things happen in your business that way, even if honestly, working that way goes against a lot of what culture says is prudent and logical. Well, I like to think of myself as a living example of that, honestly. (laughs) And there's someone else that I constantly look to ask for coaching from and draw inspiration from as the another shining example of that. And that is my friend and colleague, Sunny Smith. Sunny is a life coach on top of being a physician, as well as being a clinical professor of family medicine and public health at UC San Diego School of Medicine. She's also the founder of the acclaimed coaching community for physicians called Empowering Women Physicians, which happens to be a multiple seven-figure business that attracts guest teachers like Byron Katie, Elizabeth Gilbert, James Wedmore, Martha Beck, etc., etc. I mean, need I say more? I love talking to her to learn about all the ways in which she stays connected to the magical, the metaphysical, the woo, the non-logical to make decisions for her business that lead to truly enchanting results. And I believe from the deepest part of me that that is available to all of us. If the idea of that excites you, hey, you're in for a treat. So prepare to have fun and enjoy the conversation that follows between me and Miss Sunny Smith, MD. Okay. So Sunny and I are in, we're in mid conversation. And then we just got started talking about going from joyful marketing to enchantment marketing. And Sunny, I, I think of as an, an expert in, in following the enchantment and I want to learn from her today. Like, I want you to tell me all the things, Sunny, about how to create a business centered on your enchantment. And every time you talk about it, it's just so magical and it transforms me. And I want all my listeners to have the benefit of that. So please tell me, what is what is enchantment marketing? Okay, well, you are the expert in enchantment marketing. <laughs> Okay, we both are, but I want to hear your take on it. We were just talking about, right? Is that like when you really step into what is magic for you, right? What is magic for you? And that is what you are doing, what you do, what you stand for more and more every day. And, you know, people sometimes are like, what is enchantment? You know, like, what is the definition? Because it's not a word that we use a lot. And so, I mean, at first I would even ask, what does that mean to you? Like we were talking about it as magic. I think a lot of people think of it as magic and things that are magical. My word for this year is magic. Mm -hmm. Like business is a magical container to me. It's, It's a space I never knew existed my whole life where there are no rules at all and you get to make them all up and follow your joy and follow your delight 
and make an impact, right? So what does it mean to you, the enchantment? Well, hold on. What I want to say, interject and say is that we have to define what magic is. Not that magic can really be defined, but I think what I love what I was just catching up on my, my old beloved book, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And I love the way she talks about it. She says, when I say magic, I don't mean that in like a metaphorical way. I mean, literal magic, like Hogwarts, like, like, like bibbidi bobbidi boop, like actual (laughs) real magic. And and in her book, she's talking about it in the, the magic and the practice of creativity. And we're talking about magic in business and how, how business is a magical container. And I completely, I completely agree. It's, I think business is a creative endeavor as well, just as much as art or music or writing fiction or poetry or, or anything is. And we are being led by magic. And the more we collaborate with magic, the, the more fun enchantment happens. And and the reason that I want to stress that this is not a metaphor is because when we think, oh, it's magical to mean what we actually, what we're actually trying to say, it's like, it's cool or whatever. But when we actually honor the kind of weird metaphysical, like transcendent thing that's beyond our conscious intellectual understanding, that we stop trying to intellectualize it and logicize it and break it down into like reductive like paradigms that we can like fit into a box and try to understand and break down and, and like strategize around right okay absolutely so you can't see her but she's nodding very vigorously absolutely. yeah <laughs> yeah i i'm so glad that you brought this up so as you, as you know i invited um liz gilbert this is how magical the business is is that i reached out to liz gilbert's agent and was like hey can I have Liz Gilbert come to my people? And she's like, you know, what is so funny? She's like, who are you? What do you do? And I told her about me and my people and I do coaching for women physicians. And she's like, you know, sometimes people call and just want her to talk. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, that doesn't happen. But if you're a business, you can actually create this type of magic. And so I, we had these many hours um, over two weeks of working with her about what is magic and what is enchantment and what do these things mean to her? And what do they mean to us? And um, if anyone ever has the ability to go to a workshop with her to talk about what is big magic and enchantment and permission to live however you choose and to create whatever you choose, I would strongly, strongly encourage it because it's very powerful. And she gave us this little sheet and it says that big magic is the divine relationship between a human being and the mysteries of inspiration. So like it's exactly what you're saying. It's divine, you know, between a human being, that's me and you, right? One form of who we are is the human being. We're all humans and the mysteries of inspiration, like what inspires us? What inspires me? It's probably a little different than you. I think we have a lot of commonalities and similarities, but what inspires very many different listeners of yours will look a little bit different, right? And therein lies the magic. So I think getting curious, she talks about, right? Like like getting really curious about what that is for you and living a life of curiosity and choosing that curiosity over fear. It's so fascinating to me how like none of the words that you're saying are the words that we use in 
like teaching business and like training business, like, like inspiration, like where does inspiration come from? What does it mean to honor your inspiration? Right? Like, how do you honor the, the divine that wants to work through through your business? And I'm just wondering like what it would be like to have your entire like practice of business be about that. Like have, you know, to, for me to design an entire, you know, like entire teaching curriculum around just magic and enchantment and letting your business be a vessel of that. I think it's so, it's like, makes my heart like explode. It really is. It's, it's fascinating. It's enchanting. It's magical. It draws you to it. Instead of this list of have tos that we think we have in business, like you have to build a funnel that has these steps and you have to do these calls and you have to like, and you have to have an I help statement and right. (laughs) Right. When I find myself that I don't really obey a lot of the laws. I find you also don't obey a lot of the laws. I mean, all those those rules like squeeze the enchantment out of whatever you're doing. They're like, oh, there's inspiration. (laughs) Let's kill it by trying to follow these rules. And so like, what if we allow our life to be the work of art and the business to be the work of art and that it's just as unique as we are? Right. Like it's and what if getting in touch with, as you say so much, being fully you, that is the magic. And the more you follow what enchants you, your mission, your vision, your passions, your purpose, then the people who are like you, you know, you become a leader. Then you start to own. I am a thought leader in this space. And the people are like, where are we going? And you're like, yeah, I got magic. I got enchantment on my side. So let's go and let's create some fun. And you really can see and you start to see it over and over again. And I started as just a life coach, not quote unquote, just, but as a life coach. Yeah, same so then there. became very successful at business. So then people wanted business coaching as well. And it really is be who you are. Find your own magic. Don't do anyone else's magic. Fully can you give us some some examples or some stories from how that manifested in in your business because i think people would be really interested to hear okay but what does what does it actually mean like can you tell us like what actually happened right because these yeah. words seem to be kind of abstract i know you're totally right everyone listening so far is like what on earth are they talking about right, right? It's like <laughs> where everyone's like what's the a line give right. me the, like, the actions that i need to take the action is enchantment <laughs> Yeah. And you're like, okay, listen, it's a feeling that drives your actions, right? So I can give you the blueprint. I can give you lots of people's blueprints. But if you don't have the feeling of magic or enchantment when you show up with your people, they're not going to be drawn to you because we have mirror neurons, right? Like this is very neurobiologic. People will never, you know, this is a quote that I'm sure I'm going to mess up, my Angela, that people will forget what you said, and they will forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And so that is the, you think about how you feel about your business and how you feel when you show up with your clients. That's what they're going to remember, right? They don't care about your marketing funnel. They don't care about all this stuff. So I feel like that's how I showed up when I was a teacher. I was a clinical professor at University of California, San Diego School of Medicine for years and years. And it didn't matter. I had the thought, it didn't matter what I taught. It mattered that I cared. It mattered how I made them feel. It mattered I cared about their well-being. And I'm a family doctor. It didn't matter 
if they were going to go into family medicine, they could be orthopedic surgeons or whatever else they're going to be. But like, they know that I care. And so I think in my business that comes through, I, as I said, I started for kind of physician wellness and life coaching, just all things of being a human being as a physician. And I continued to follow my magic and do it my way. So like what was enchanting to me, I was like, I this is a, kind of a silly example for your listeners, right? Cause not a lot of people will do this. But my first thing was like, I sat in a hot tub in Texas with, at the life coach school training and we were having champagne, which is enchanting to me, right? It's like symbolic of celebration and life. And in a hot tub, which is also kind of symbolic of like relaxing and doing the things that I would love to do if there was no to-do list. And we talked about what we would love to create. If you could put anything you want in your art line, in your results line, you can create anything, dream anything. You, what do you want? I'm like, I want to take people to the Four Seasons Bora Bora because that was the most magical, magical time of my life. It was like a week of my life where I just thought, I can't believe I'm, I went there when I was 40, that I waited 40 years to come do this. And it was always available to me. And I never went. So like, then I thought, how could I make this my life? And so I did that. So I'm, that's what, that was my first magic of my business was that I created, I decided I was going to do that. I signed a big contract. I had zero clients, zero following, zero anything. I oh, this is when like you were just being trained and you had. Oh, I was on the first days of training, sitting on the top of the hotel that we were training in person. When was this? This was 2018. It was oh June, May to June. It was through that holiday that comes in May. So what's that? Memorial Day. And the life yeah. coach school training used to come with a hot tub and champagne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and, and there was my trainer who was Michelle Arendt. Uh, she was up there with us in the hot tub or sitting next to the hot tub. She trained me and um, she was my small group leader. And then Laura Conley was also there. And the way I came up with the idea is that Laura Conley, who trained with me was in my small group. She had done a retreat at the Four Seasons Bora Bora. And I was like, shut up. Oh, so you had the idea, you came with the idea independently no, and she had, no, no, she oh. said, I'm telling the story backwards, but she mentioned randomly oh. that she did that. I was like, Oh, that resonates so much with me. I'm like the universe sent you to me so that I could hear that. So I could decide to do that. So that was the first time that I decided following my magic, I was going to create what I wanted. And then I just continued more and more stepping into what I wanted to create and like getting a blank journal and just being like, I can write anything I want. And then I can go make it happen. And so, and what do I want to see in the world? What is the change I want to see in the world? What is meaningful to me? And I think to me, normalizing and humanizing the full lived experience that physicians and particularly women physicians go through, that is what is magic and enchanting to me to connect with other humans on a very deep level and to normalize everything they feel, the good, the bad, the ugly, to allow it all, embrace it all as the human experience and then go, okay, now what? Now what do we want to create? If we are some of the most powerful people on the planet, the most, even all of us, all your listeners are some of the most empowered women who have ever lived on the face of the planet. We can vote, we can own property, we can work, we can have bank accounts. We have the internet. We have more power in our pockets, in our phones than was used to put a man on the moon. Like we are power if we choose to believe so, right? So like given that we've been given all these blessings, what do we want to create? What calls you? What is meaningful to you? What does your soul want? What does your heart want? That's calling to you for a reason. And it's unfulfilled potential if you don't step into it. So just listen and surround yourself with others 
who are doing that too. And then, so I, I wanted to build a community. I built a community that was magic to me, a community of people who are like-minded and support each other was important to me. So we did that. And then I started bringing in like, who is like, think of the whole world as my playground. Right. And so I flew over to the Maldives. I want to take people over there. I looked at the only underwater bungalow and I you know, planned to reserve it. I had a contract then COVID came, but then I look at the whole planet and all the humans. And I think, who do I want to bring to my people who has lessons? And again, just sort of is magic and enchantment to me. And then I just reach out and I'm like, hey, want to come be with my people? And I'll tell you, I mean, this is, again, I want to say things that could be super helpful to your people because I don't want it to seem so extreme, but I had no right to think that I could sign this contract. I had no right to reach out to Elizabeth Gilbert. Like, who am I, right? Especially at that time, I, I just was starting to grow my business. I could barely afford to pay her. And So recently we reached out to Martha Beck as well, who spent two Saturday workshops with us. And afterwards she said, um, in in another setting where I wasn't, she said to other people in her own coaching program that those were two of the most profound workshops she's done in her life. And I was like, that is magic. How could she possibly think that? How could she possibly say that out loud? And I think it's just because what's magic to me is creating a space where we all get to be and say and do all the things like authentically us come with your truth, come with your pain, come with your joy, come with your dreams. And everyone's like, that's not a niche. That's not a niche. You need to niche down. I'm like, no, I got the humans. I got all the women physician humans with all the things they got. That is my magic. That's, that's, those are the people who resonate with me. So those are people I want to spend time with. And then when you heard me on Brooke's podcast, you reached out to me. And what's fascinating is that that's how um, we first connected, by the way, I heard Sunny on Brooke's podcast and I was like, Oh, I'm going to send her a message. She's so cool. Love her. Yeah. It was just her language sounds similar. It's like you listen right? And you hear someone that resonates with you and you're like, my soul, my body, my feeling, my intuition is just like, I got to meet that person. I got to talk to that person. I got to connect with that person. If you feel that as a client or as a coach or as a human being, you can reach out and be like, these are my people. It's like a soul recognition. And when you are, when you are connected to your enchantment, that's when you're clients can have that soul recognition with you and then be like, Ooh, that's my person. Mm-hmm. And you make it to miss out on that when you like banish enchantment to the attic. Cause you're so busy actioning. Yeah. It's like that thing you're trying to hide is the thing that probably your people are going to be like, Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah. Right. Like if you're willing to talk about it, Oh my gosh, me too. Um, and so you, when you talk about enchantment, like we had just had Liz Gilbert and I had just, I just texted you right before we got on this, the picture of the letter that I really wrote. I was wondering if you were open to sharing, like just reading from that. Of of course, if you want to, let's see. I, she had us write a letter from our enchantment. Okay. Hold up more, more background. So Elizabeth Gilbert came to Sunny's, um, people, um, what's it's called 
what's your group called? I like, Oh, empowering. we're called empowering. I don't want this to be like an advertisement all talking about me and my life. We want it to be helpful for your people. My group is called empowering women physicians. No, but it's like relevant. <laughs> and then I do want to advertise you empowering women physicians. Um, and anyway, like, I don't know how many of my people are physicians anyway. And if they are, they all probably already in your group, but anyhow, so Sunny invited Elizabeth Gilbert to, to workshop in, in, with her group. And this is the exercise, if you will, that that Liz Gilbert led the group through and that Sunny was also participating in. And it was, now you can explain, she, she had you guys write a letter from enchantment to yourself, right? Right. And then, and then the next exercise was permission, write yourself a permission slip. Like, like as you're walking down the principal down the hallway and you have a note from the principal, you get to show to like the hall pass guide. You're like, no, I've got a hall pass. I'm, I'm allowed to do this. Right. And so you get to write your own permission slip. And so I can read or reflect on some of it, but what's interesting, right. With the topic that you brought today of enchantment is that at the end of my letter of enchantment, she says, when was the last time that we spent time together? This is your enchantment. When is the last time you felt enchantment? And I wrote, I thought and thought, when was the last time I felt like relaxed and delighted and enchanted and free and not like there was anything on my to-do list. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I just want to pause there and say, because somebody may be like, how do I know? What is, what does enchantment feel like? Like what, how do I recognize it? Right. Is that enchantment? Like, so can you just say that again? Like it's enchantment when you feel what? Cause you just said, well, everyone might have a different definition, right? For you. Yeah. The instruction that we had been given was sort of at peace and magic and in wonder Mm -hmm. and without anything on your to-do list. So good. So what I, I should ask you as well, what, if you had to define enchantment, what would you say? If you were thinking like, this is your enchantment, Simone soul, tell me what enchantment feels like to you. Yeah. To me, it's, it's almost like, a it's like a tickle of wonderment, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I'm being tickled, mm-hmm. but not in an unpleasant way. <laughs> Ever so slightly um, by, by, by mystery, by wonderment, but, but there has to be the, the precondition is that like, I can't be tickled by fucking anything if I'm stressed out and in my own brain. Right. So if I, it happens in a container where I am relaxed enough, where my mind is my Mm -hmm. mind and my heart are open enough. And Mm -hmm. there's that space, right? Like, I think that's that, that part where there's nothing on your to-do list is so important. It's not because to-do list, like, to do items are evil, but because you need that space to, yes. to wonder and to wander, to let your mind wander. And then there's that, there's that tickle of, 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 of mystery of something bigger. That's like, Hey, yeah. that, that wants to start talking to you, right? Like that to me is enchantment. And it could be, it could happen when you're taking a walk and you see, mm-hmm. I don't know, like a bird on a tree and you have that moment of enchantment, or it could happen when you're just lying in bed, like trying to fall asleep. And then you suddenly have a memory that like pulls you into enchantment. You know, it could, ha- or it could happen in, in the middle of coaching sessions it happens all the freaking time, right? <laughs> like there are so many coaching moments where I'm like, I'm with a client. I'm like, Oh, this is a magical moment. This is a, we yeah. have been touched by ent- enchantment. So it doesn't just happen when you're sitting on a, in a hot tub in Bora Bora, it can happen anytime, <laughs> anywhere. Um, but there has to be that space where, where you allow, allow something else to come through other than like your stress mm-hmm. and your agenda. Right. <laughs> yes. And so it really, I think that especially for our busy world where the to-do list really dominates and the thinking really dominates to just, it's just where your space presence 
nothing to do, just allow the magic, allow the peace, just be, it's kind of just being. And so when I paused and thought, we were all supposed to pause and think, I thought of this resort that I had been to for a week here in San Diego, it was during COVID, so I couldn't go anywhere, even though it was my anniversary, we usually go somewhere magnificent for our anniversary. So we went down the street, (laughs) but it was at a resort called Paradise Point. And that's where I first talked because she said, when's the last time you were with Enchantment? I was like, Paradise Point. And And then the last question is, can we do that again? Can we go back to Enchantment again? And I wrote, absolutely. How about today? And so I went, even though like we were going to talk, I'm like, we're going to, I'm going to go, I'm going today. I'm going to revisit my enchantment on purpose Mm -hmm. today. And that's the exact night you and I first talked. You're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in a hotel for no reason (laughs) (laughs) because I'm visiting my enchantment. That's why I'm in this hotel. You're like, it's kind of dark. Can you turn on the light? (laughs) Because it was nighttime where I was, and who knows what time it was where you were. Wow. <laughs> so enchantment br- drew us together. It's like the moment that we actually first talked was I when I was you. visiting my enchantment. And so this is the kind of magic that I'm talking about is like, when I went to go visit my enchantment on purpose, then you showed up in my life and we talked. Mm. Right? Like Just follow your enchantment. And that's where all the gifts are. That's when you open up. That's when people who are like you come to you. Just go to that magical place. Martha Beck has a new book out right now called The Way of Integrity. I'm only partway through it, but it's phenomenal. I highly recommend it to everyone. And she talks about many, many things, but kind of living in alignment and integrity with Uh, who you are and letting go of the societal cultural norms. And that only when you go home to peace and home to this kind of place of enchantment, that's where the universe is sending all your messages and your gifts. It's Mm -hmm. not sending it to the place where you are when you're in distress, right? That's the wrong address. You need to go (laughs) to the place (laughs) where you are at home at peace enchanted. And then the universe will be sending you all that you need right there. So it's just very fascinating. It's very woo, right? Like you're kind of a woo person. So (laughs) it's okay to talk with you. I mean, this is a lot more of a mundane example, but there, you know, there are times when I remember a distinct day when I I had to get coached by my coach to give myself permission to take a break and go get a massage, right? Because Mm -hmm. of course, when you need that kind of thing the most is when your brain tells you that it's the worst time to take a time out to go get a massage. Like there's so many things to do. You can't quit. Um, It's it's, it's indulgent. That's when you need 10 massages. Exactly. You you don't have time for one, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I had to like get coached to give myself permission to take like take only a half day and get do nothing the rest of the day and get a massage. And I remember just like walking into the massage place, like still worried, like still unable mm-hmm. to let go. And then once mm-hmm. I lay down and the, the lady started working on me, then I finally, like my body was like, so ready to relax. And I just zoned out for the rest of the time. And guess what? It was like so fascinating to me because by the time I got off of that massage table, Everything that I had been trying to solve in my brain for the past like month had just been fucking solved perfectly. And I wasn't trying to like, wasn't writing down models. I wasn't trying to figure it out. I wasn't, it was, I was just blissed out enjoying my my massage. And by the time I got up fully restored, rested every, all the, the neural connections in my brain had just gone and then it just like all everything that was weighing me down in my mind, it just 
solve themselves. Right. And I was like, damn, I should take more massages. Right. Like <laughs> and that's, all that's, the answers are there. And the the answers are there. And I was like, and so that's how, like when we think we need to work more, we take more action. We have to be busier, be more stressed. It's like the answer is so freaking far in the other direction right? Mm-hmm. Maybe if you were to just freaking slow down, if you were to just take a break, if you were to just let yourself be taken care of. And I, and, you know, massage isn't the only, it's sometimes it's just that you just give yourself permission to stare at the net, stare at the wall and take a nap. Or sometimes, you know, my spiritual practice often looks like, like watching seven hours of Netflix, you know, or <laughs> it doesn't have to be like, holy, right. You got to create space for something else other than just the the worry and the stress and the and the planning and the efforting of like what society and your brain wants you to do. Then you got to crack that door open for enchantment to come in, and it wants to just what's the expression? Like it wants to like supercharge your your problem solving. Mm-hmm. It wants to like swoop in and make quantum changes. It wants to give you insights from your future. It wants to connect you to your soul sisters and it wants to make all these things happen for you. But first you have to crack the door open, right? Insights from your soul sisters, right? Yeah. Like Absolutely. The insights will come to you if you make space for them. And if you're so busy, I'm going to give you like this little analogy. This is so hilarious to me is when you're so busy, it's right there and you miss it. Mm-hmm. So um, 100%. for instance, I literally checked into a place recently called enchantment and you <laughs> would think it's in Sedona. And I was like in such a rush to get there. And there were all these like I can't even remember whether javelinas there, which I didn't know what a javelina was until I got to my room. And it's like a, like a pig kind of, but it's like hairy and has big fangs and, <laughs> and it was pouring rain. Anyway, it's in Sedona where these big, beautiful mountains are. And I, it was just so chaotic and late when I got there that I just got in, I checked in and I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning and I looked out, I was like, this is so beautiful. And, but then I changed rooms because I was only supposed to stay one night, but then I got another night. So when I changed rooms, I was present and peaceful and they opened the door and I was like, Oh my God, this place is called enchantment. Like, this is just like, how did I miss that? Like the water bottle was there. The key they gave me was there. All those things were in my other room. And I was like, (laughs) how did I miss my enchantment? It's literally labeled enchantment and I didn't even realize. And That's so all of so a sudden funny. I reconnected to like my Liz Gilbert workshop, my notebook, my, all my stuff, like what does enchantment mean to me? Oh my God, I'm here. And I didn't even realize it. And it is the most beautiful place. And like, we got this room with a pool and blah, blah, all this stuff. It was like so beautiful, but I was so busy. I didn't even see it. And this reminds me, I know I keep referring to like teachers, but I, I think like, it's kind of like, the hero's journey where there's all these, when the, when you're ready and when you're called, like there's all these teachers that show up yeah, and yeah, they appear when you're ready and and you hear them in different ways at different times. And I think you and I both uh, refer a lot to Buddha sayings or the Dalai Lama and all these things. But um, this teacher that I'm going to refer to in this moment is when you talk about the to-do list just last night, I listened to Jill Bolte-Taylor, which if your listeners don't know her, they should look at her TED Talk, right? So good. good. Yeah. She has a, she's a neuroanatomist at Harvard and she had a stroke in 2008 on her left side of her brain. And the left side of your brain is what gives you the to-do list. It gives you language. 
right? It gives you all these things and it has like the emotional part, but then also the logical, like have to do all these things. And when you take, she now again has a book coming out so you can like opt in, pre-order the book and let's listen to this thing that she has where it talks about without that, you just are feeling, right? If you have a stroke on the left side of your brain, you are feeling. And so she was feeling and we all are feeling. She says we are feeling beings trapped in a thinking world. So when you talk about enchantment, right there, it's, and she goes a lot into the details of anatomy and cells and connections and the biology of this, Mm. but we are feeling human beings. Our amygdala is designed. The first thing that it does is scan safe or not safe. And so as a coach, how do you make a space where your client is like safe or not safe, safe or not safe. And they start to settle in. They're like safe. I'm safe here. Then the work can begin. Right. That's when you create that space of safety in your marketing. That's when your marketing starts to work. Ah, yes. Totally needing to get back to the marketing here for sure. (laughs) Is that, yes, is that it? it, We are feeling beings. And if your people can realize people are scrolling through stuff and they're looking for their feelings to be validated, right? And how do they feel when they read your stuff? How do they feel about you? I think the reason that so many people want to pay me is because they can feel me and Mm -hmm. through my words and through how I show up. And it's not because I'm so special and everybody wants to just feel me. It's that I'm the only one. I'm not the only one. I'm the one of the few who are, I'm, I'm letting myself be felt. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that connection we're looking for. It's that if you, any coach, if you were to let yourself, your true self, your enchantment, your magic to be felt to other people, like they would want to connect with you. They would want to come closer to you, learn more about you and trust you and feel safe with you and work with you too. Right. So it's, it's that it's not my special Simone sauce. It's the quality of letting another human being truly like letting them into my, my energy, letting them into my, my world and getting them, allowing them to get a feel for, Oh, that's what I see a human, right? Like I see, I I don't see a soul on the other side. Yeah. They don't feel a business. They don't feel corporatization. They don't feel like a number. They don't don't feel feel a strategy. They don't feel Mm -hmm. an opt-in funnel. They feel a human. Yeah. Connecting with another human. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that is, I think that's my secret. And that's what I try to teach in so many different ways. And when, and and that's where the, the A line, the how goes out the window, because what is the how of how you let someone see your humanity, right? (laughs) I know. And people want, like when we're talking about feeling, right? We talked about feeling safe. That's screen number one. They have to feel safe. So don't attack them in your marketing, right? But but, people, they see how they feel when they're with you and people want things for how they're going to feel. People like how they feel when they see your stuff, right? And so people want to be around you more or around anyone who's listening, right? Like because of how they think they'll feel when they're with you. Yeah. Right. So if they think they'll feel heard, what do your people want to feel? 
heard, seen, loved, understood, supported, yeah, whatever that is, like, that's what they're coming for. So that is your marketing, like, allow them to feel heard, seen, what understood. And how do you help people to feel you can never make anyone feel anything, right? But how do you help people to feel heard, seen, understood, whatever validated all the words that, that whatever anyone listening wants their people to feel is you just create that, right? Like you create feelings with your thoughts, um, words, and they're all invitations. This is an invitation to come to my party, to my life, to my world, to my business where magic happens. I have a magical world. Yeah, mine is called empowering women physicians. And I often refer people to yours because I'm like, there's magical worlds out there with strong women. And yes, we all have some males in our communities. Many of us do, but and you do. <laughs> but I, I am particularly enthralled with and enchanted by the powerful women speaking our truth, not living by the rules, throwing out the script, as you said, sort of right before we came on, right? And being like, come, we're following our enchantment. There's an enchanted mountain. Want to go up it with me? Magical. Think of an enchanted forest. My son just asked me, it's so fascinating, came out of the blue. He plays Minecraft. There's this game called Minecraft. He got an iPad during the pandemic for the first time. He's like, is enchantment real? And I just looked at him. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, enchantment. It's a Minecraft. Is it real? And I was like, well, what does it mean in Minecraft? And it's like magical powers and makes you more of who you are, gives you extra powers. I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of real, but it's kind of magical. So you think of an enchanted forest, right? That's where we're bringing all our people. In your enchanted marketing, what happens in your enchanted business? What happens in your enchanted forest? What happens in there, right? Everyone's forest is different. The- yeah in each one is different and who you invite into your forest is different. But you have to spend some time in your own enchanted forest before you can start inviting other people into it. And I think that if it's been a while since you have felt Mm -hmm. relaxed and, you know, calm and and free and and spacious and all that, then you might want to reacquaint yourself, Equate is that the right word? Yeah, with your own enchanted forest um, for a, for a while because you're the mayor of that forest. Do forests yeah. have mayors? I don't know. Forest ranger, yeah. you're the, <laughs> that's your <laughs> forest, and yeah. you're the embodiment of it. And you have to soak mm-hmm. up the energy of your enchanted forest so that you can become a, a a magnet for other people who are looking for that for for to be touched by that same experience, right? And as you talked about the embodiment, I think that's so important because logic can't find this space. Never. It's like the left brain, right brain. I'm very scientific, right? I like data, scientific experiments, anatomy, all this stuff. So it's like we were just talking about before, but logic cannot find this place. Mm -mm. It is feeling. So when you talk about embodiment, go whatever is your enchantment. You all know, everyone knows if we were given 24 or 48 hours by ourselves, what would our enchantment look like? What would we do? Do that. And sometimes, sorry, I just have to, sometimes the answer for a lot of people, if you've been very like busy for a long time is probably, I'm just going to like sleep for 48 hours, right? That's it then. Then that, then do that, you know, don't have the expectation that you're going to be hit with some, like whatever, you're going to write an epic poem. You're going to go right. If if what you need to do is like sleep 
or just cry. I know a lot of people, if they were just given 48 hours to do nothing, they would just cry and, and just scream and sleep, right? That's what you need then. That's the it's medicine you need. Yes. Go do that thing yeah. that logic can't find, that language can't explain, that when all you have is feeling. Yeah. That society will say is completely non-productive and has no point. Yes. No, this right. is everything though. Yeah. Right. Like Oprah has a little plaque of Jill Poldy Taylor's saying about how you're responsible for the feeling you bring into this room because when she didn't have language, all she could feel was people's feelings and the energy they brought in the room. So go to a place where you're not seeking solutions with your language. Just go be. And whatever comes to you, the only reason you're not doing that is a limiting belief in your logic and your language. Whatever that dream is, that's there for a reason, right? In the big magic book, it talks about like, it'll come to you. It'll stay with you for a while. And if you don't use it or act on it, it'll go away. It'll go to someone else. But like, what is that? It's coming to you. Listen to it. What's it trying to say, right? Yeah. Just listen and then say, why not that? And the answer is always limiting belief. Come hire Simone Soul to get through your limiting belief, right? <laughs> because it is just a limiting belief. The reason you're not living that thing, well, money, well, my kids, well, when my kids go to college, well, you know, there's all these excuses and you can argue for your limitations to keep living the life you're living, which is a beautiful, amazing life, right? We're all alive and that is the miracle of the planet. And then since we're given this miracle of life, and we could create anything, right? The Mary Oliver, what are you going to do with this one and only precious life, right? What are we going to do? You have a dream. Why not? Why not? Like, what's the worst that could happen? You go back to living the life you're living now. It's not so bad. Yeah. Right? Like, what's the worst that could happen? Go for it. Here's what I want to leave our listeners with is that if you feel enchanted in any way at all by Zani and my conversation just now, here's my invitation is to, when the episode is done, to not keep thinking about- No thinking, ban the thinking. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, but what does that mean? How do I do it? Like, just stop thinking and just allow yourself to stay with the feeling that you got from our conversation, mm-hmm. right? So just mm-hmm. how, however you're feeling now in our presence and we are- energetically present with you wherever you are, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just let yourself just be with it without having to figure anything out, right? And just take that into your day and just stay with the feeling and let that just kind of be and, and then and then see what happens, right? 100%. Yes. Go find, think of yourself. When's the last time you felt that? It's like the game hotter and colder, right? Yeah. Like, where was your enchantment? Go visit it and then start taking a path from there. Like, listen, take a path. If you get colder, just come back. Yeah. Like, oh, that wasn't it. I went the wrong way. Come back to the enchantment yeah. and then begin again, better informed from your enchantment. It's always there. Your yeah. body always knows. And we're human creatures. Like we are creatures on the planet. So often it's outdoors. Often yeah. it's a beach. Often it's grass. It doesn't take money because sort of the way I talked about it, it seemed like you might need money, but you don't. It's right outside. Yeah. It's the park down the street. You look up at the sky. Yeah. yeah, It's make space for that and don't try to figure it out. Right. Like because people are going to 
as you said so wisely, they're going to try to A-line language themselves out of this. What's the takeaway? Yeah. I know. (laughs) They told me to go sit at the park or the beach. (laughs) Here I am. I know. (laughs) Nothing's happening. Don't expect anything. Just keep revisiting, as I said. Just revisit those places of enchantment, the things you love, writing, reading, whatever those things are, and then just allow. So it might seem like what we just talked about is not very related to marketing, but it's, it's it is because it completely one hundred percent is. And again, like just just take this feeling and just allow it to. It wants to play with you. It wants to stay with you. So just allow it. Give it a little room. Crack open that door. And then my wish for you is to be able to carry that out into the rest of your day. Yeah. Okay. And also follow Sunny. And so. <laughs> But you already know. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll leave her links. And surround yourself with women who, or people, humans who love enchantment. Yes. Great advice. Yeah. May, may you be surrounded and, and filled with enchantment. May enchantment find you. That's my blessing to, to you, dear listener. Sunny, what's yours? Just be you. Like everyone thinks it's something else. Everyone thinks the answer's out there. The answer is always inside. Always be you. You always know what to do next. You can't in- always tap into it with your thinking, but your feeling knows. And and be with people who remind who yes. remind you to point the finger back to you, right? Like, yes. don't be with people who say go there. Be with people who say, hey, go back inward to you. Like, hey, right? You know the answer. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, but I don't know. And you're like. It's okay. Just wait. Your body knows, you know, you know what you need better than anyone else. We'll yeah. give it time. You know, you get up when you have to pee, you eat when you have to eat, you'll find what you want to do. Like listen to yourself. You'll listen to your heart. It knows the way. Brilliant. Okay. Well, this is part one of inevitably many <laughs> sunny and Simone conversations. Thank you for being here. Thank you for talking to me. It was so enchanting. So enchanting. So much fun. Yeah, I'm going to so take this feeling it. out into my day too. All right. We will talk to you later. Hey, so before you go, I wanted to let you know that after our conversation, a few hours after, Sunny actually sent me an audio clip of herself adding something that she wanted to add to the conversation, which she only thought of after we were done talking. So, and I listened to it and I was like, ah, my people have to hear this. So here's what she sent me, just three more minutes of what she um, wanted to add to the conversation. Here you go. I was reflecting on our conversation about enchantment. And so here's what I want to add. If you want to stick it in, you don't have to, but I just want to record this and send it to you because the spirit of my business and the universe is telling me to, and that's how our brains go. (laughs) They come up with thoughts afterwards. So you had asked me about my letter that I wrote when we were practicing enchantment. And when we were diving deep into what enchantment was to us, And what that would look like. And I wanted to include the part of the enchantment is not only the letting go of the thinking and going to that space of peace and clarity, but it's really deciding that you can give yourself the permission, like we talked about with the permission slip from the principal and my specific permission slip. I think that this helps me stay in my enchantment and it included 
Sonny Smith has the permission to not seek external validation, to live life on her own terms, to dream big, to not do obligations, to not answer to anyone. She has permission to take time off, to get a massage, to speak up and speak often, to not record her podcast weekly, to inspire herself and others, to not feel guilty, to not worry, to not worry about what others think, to not people please, to take time off and to go to beach hotels for holidays. So that is part of my enchantment is giving myself permission to do all these things and to not respond to emails. (laughs) So I just want to add that part of my enchantment is not only listening to what I want, but to let go and to realize that I'm the one who has to give myself permission. I'm the only one who can give myself permission to do these things and to let go of the things that are distracting me from my enchantment. Because if I don't give myself permission to live life on my terms, to dream big and stop worrying about what other people think, then my enchantment will never come to fruition. If I give myself permission to speak up, speak often, inspire self and others, I'm more likely to create what I want in the world. And so when you asked me to speak about my letter, I thought that this portion of the letter specifically I wrote to myself might be most helpful to your listeners because they probably have a lot of shoulds that they're thinking they need to do. And if they could really write down what they want to give themselves permission not to do, that might be actually pretty helpful for them to then open up space to find each other. Okay, bye. (laughs) Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.